Welcome to the Empower and Flow podcast. I am Francesca and I created this podcast for success-driven women who want to become truly empowered, tap into their feminine energy and get in flow so they can accelerate their growth. Get ready to get inspired and learn how to let go of the hassle of control, overwhelm and perfectionism so that you can embrace your natural feminine flow, reach your true potential and achieve your goals with more ease and fulfillment. everyone welcome to a new episode of the empowering flow podcast this episode is all about guilt as you can tell from the title and I have decided to record a full episode about this topic because I realize that especially for us women we carry a lot of generational guilt that we are not even aware of and also guilt is one of the major, major reasons why we just cannot experience as much ease and joy and flow in our day-to-day life. And I think guilt is a huge, it's something that really limits our ability to just have things be easy and flowy and just live and work with more joy. So basically it's been, I have had a rough couple of weeks and the reason why is because if you follow me on Instagram or any of my social media then you probably know that I'm getting ready to move um, to the Netherlands so now I live, I currently live in Brussels in Belgium and I'm getting ready to move to the Netherlands and that the move is scheduled um, for exactly November 21st (laughs) and I am so excited about it but also that meant that I have really like I've actually started to realize that this is happening and so a lot of emotions have come up and I know I'm going to miss my friends I'm going to miss my life here in Brussels even though I have an amazing exciting life waiting for me in the Netherlands I am really I know I have friends here that I would love to just bring with me to the Netherlands which is by the way only a couple of hours away (laughs) but um yeah so this is what I've been going through and also um because of the whole pandemic situation there are more restrictions here in Brussels at the moment so it means that I can't really see my friends as much we can't really we're not allowed to do much um really (laughs) if at all like they closed all bars and restaurants we're basically on a partial lockdown again we have curfew and all of those things and so that has brought like a lot of emotions um like there is change involved there is a little bit of fear and anxiety around the current situation and then I'm gonna miss my friends and then this and that and also last week was my period (laughs) so um you can understand how like how many emotions I was going through right and we all do sometimes right I just wanted to share with you because this is where this is the root this is where the backstory and begins and so this is where this is it really it's really important for me to share this with you because then you can understand where this conversation about guilt is coming from and basically through all this time going through these emotions though I was also feeling like there was something that needed to come up and that needed to come to the surface there was some kind of belief and story there was something in my subconscious that just needed to come to the surface and I couldn't quite tell 
what it was, but I felt like there was something keep holding me back, like it, like that weight pulling me back, holding me back, um, some kind of something I couldn't I didn't know at the time but something being like such a huge like a, a huge limitation and becoming heavier and heavier and I couldn't quite understand what it was and then over the this week um yesterday and the day before I followed trainings with my mentor um, because I'm constantly following trainings to become better at what I do um I'm constantly working on my own personal development so I can help women with their with their own personal development with their own mindset and growth and so I was going through these trainings and what happened was that I I then last night I decided after the training to just do a slow yin yoga session to release all of the old limiting beliefs and to integrate all of the new things that I had learned during the training I love doing that because I fully believe that we integrate in our body it's not what just what I believe actually it's <laughs> it's science but um so I did that and then I took a hot shower and then I just I went to bed and I couldn't sleep and I was I was really restless and I didn't understand why because it was a super relaxing evening uh but you know like I was just restless and just turning and turning and turning in my bed and at some point like I felt this like kind of a like something was burning in my stomach and I felt sick and then it, I I just I understood what it was I got like a huge aha moment and realization it was basically my breakthrough <laughs> after a week or more of you know just wondering what it what is it that needs to come to the first to the surface and then it was guilt guilt this is it. And I was like, everything, every little area where I feel like I am personally like struggling and where I feel like I have like a sort of ceiling that I want to break through, whether it is in my health and fitness, whether it is in my relationships, whether it is in my um, money mindset and my wealth, in all, in my businesses, in coaching, everything. Every, and every time that I, I feel like there is a limitation that I just can't overcome, I, just, I have realized that it's about guilt for me. And then I couldn't just stay in bed and marinate on these thoughts. Like I just had to wait to, to get up and drink some water. I felt like super dehydrated. Um, almost, as, almost as if I had I was doing a workout, you know. <laughs> and then I, I just grabbed my journal and I started just writing and writing and writing down everything that was going on and by the way this time was like 1 a.m which was which is super weird because I normally go to bed around 10 10 30 and when it's really late maybe 11 or 11 30 when it's really really late so I was like oh no tomorrow I'm gonna be super tired and was kind of frustrated um with myself because I was having those thoughts in basically in the middle of the night and so I started to write and write and I was writing and I just thought that I need to share this with you I need to share this with with other women because this is I I know I know from previous conversations that I had that this thing that I'm experiencing and these thoughts that I have around guilt are the same exact thoughts that are holding other women back in different ways maybe but it's about guilt and guilt as I said in the 
it, it, guilt is really a generational thing, especially for us women. And most times it's subconscious. Most times it's not about the guilt that we feel on a surface level. Most times it's about the guilt that goes on really in our subconscious. It's so deep that we don't even realize that there is some guilt there and that that is the thing that is actually holding us back so, so much. So the way that guilt shows up for me, I'm going to first give you this example and talk about how it shows up for me and then we can go more into the science and the neuroscience and really about like the rest of the conversation about guilt. But I wanted to give you um, the ex an example so you can really relate to it and understand what I mean on a deeper level. So the way that guilt shows up for me, I have realized is that it's subconsciously, for example, when I look at my housemates, when I look at my um, some people in my family, some of my friends, I really, I know that they're kind of struggling with their job. I know that they don't have a day-to-day -day life that they love. They would love more flexibility. They would love to work out and be active as much as I am. They would love to they would love to have more abundance and more money. They would love so many things and they feel they feel a little bit stuck and they're like they feel like their life isn't as exciting. And I know this because they tell me. And then whenever they tell me I have this subconscious feeling like I so in in the beginning like on a surface level I compare myself and I'm like oh I'm so great I, I compare myself but I, I don't feel good about it right I, I tend to compare myself and then I feel like oh like you shouldn't be sharing too much about what you do because then they're going to feel bad about themselves so I'm not going to talk too much about what I do so that I don't hurt them um, or I think about, okay, how can I make my schedule um, more similar to their schedule so that it all feels more harmonious, you know, um, it all feels, it feels like I'm more quote-unquote normal and I hope you're, you're following this, <laughs> I, I hope you're still following here because sometimes it's not easy to explain what, what happens um, in our thoughts and in our mind but essentially I compare myself and I feel bad for not struggling as well if this makes sense and then what happens on a deeper deeper level is that actually that guilt is just so much stronger than I realize consciously that basically what I do is that I find ways to make my life more complicated harder to find the struggle I look, I look for things that are going to make me struggle. I look for things that are going to make it hard for me um, and take away that ease and that joy and that flow so that I can be more similar to them and I can fit better in the environment. So I hope you're following. <laughs> Again, it's not easy to explain this, but it's really about like a deep, deep, like deep subconscious deep yes deep subconscious guilt that's going on and basically it's to the point I have realized that this sense of guilt it goes like I, I also like looking at my parents and how hard they work and how hard they have worked how much in terms of really time they have worked in their life 
Now I feel like I have so much flexibility in my day-to-day life that I feel guilty um, because I'm not working as much as they are. And so subconsciously, that guilt make me makes me want to look for things that are going to make me feel less guilty <laughs> towards my family. And so I have realized that this guilt is actually r- deeply rooted in my body. It's actually like my, it's as if my body was addicted to guilt, to feeling guilt. Because in the past, I've also felt guilt like a lot of guilt around food that I was eating. And if you've ever dieted before or done any type of, you know, like I was doing ballet, I was in ballet for years and years, and you need to have a certain body shape and you you need a certain kind of discipline there. And so that really, like the sense of guilt for eating too much or eating something that wasn't considered healthy enough Um, that also caused a lot of guilt, um, for me. And so a lot of guilt, like I, I have, I think my body, I have realized last night that my body really is addicted to guilt. And I was reading a book. Um, I actually just finished reading this book and start basically studying this book because there's a lot of science there. I was reading a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza and it's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And he explains very, very well how our body essentially, the more we feed them a certain kind of emotion, the more we feed, um, the more we feel a certain kind of emotion, a certain kind of feeling, the more our body gets used to them to the point where it memorizes those emotions and feelings in form of chemicals, in form of hormones. And then it it always, it becomes addicted to it and it becomes, and it's always looking for it because it's familiar and if it feels safe, right? So, and this is the basics of any type of work around habit creation or breaking habits. The reason why it's so hard for many people to um, release, let go of old habits and create new ones is because we actually have um, chemicals, hormones, and neuropathways that are built uh, for those old habits to make our life easier and that's simply because our bodies, what they really want to do, what they're designed for is survival. And what they're designed for is to run some of these um, mechanisms in a very automatic way so that we don't have to spend extra energy thinking about these processes and we can focus on the thing, whatever we need to focus on in the moment, right? And so when this all made sense last night when I had that realization, that breakthrough about guilt, it's like my body is addicted to guilt and the guilt chemicals in the body that get that get released in the body. And so this is how my body is constantly looking for things to make me feel guilty and to feed me those same chemicals that I'm used to and familiar with, right? And so this is how it's it's really hard to make change or to break some kind of you know to hit a new milestone in in my business in my coaching in my wealth in my health and wellness in my relationships and so the reason why i'm recording this podcast episode today for you about guilt is because 
I know that so many of you are experiencing deep levels of guilt that you you don't even know. Sometimes it can be in your subconscious. You're not and you're not even aware of it, and it's sabotaging what you are able to achieve so so much. And it's it's incredible when you actually get to see that. And we don't often get to see what's going on subconsciously unless we we are really intentional with this type of work. But it's really it's really a matter of self-sabotage and it's not just a level of guilt. Guilt is not just, let's say, something you want to quote-unquote get rid of because it feels bad. Guilt is really something that can massively sabotage you and what you want to achieve, whether it's in your personal life or your professional life. And I wrote down a few examples of how guilt might be running in your subconscious in a way that is sabotaging you, your ability to reach, to achieve your goals, and your ability to to, ex- to experience more ease and flow, right? So I have the first example is a very easy one, and it's about food and overeating. So um, I think most of us, I think all of us actually, especially as women, and especially if we are if we are on our period sometimes. Um, I think many of us, if not all of us, have experienced overeating or and emotional eating. So this means that when like you, you choose types of foods based on your emotions, um, like comfort food, junk food, all of that, or, or and or <laughs> you eat to numb your emotions. So this can be, for example, with um, stress, or anxiety, so you eat because it gives you um, eating a certain kind, a certain type of food, eating eating a certain thing, or um, a certain quantity as well, because it's also about how much we eat in that case. Um, well, that is we usually think that just we impulsively believe that it's going to give us um, a sense of relief from the stress and anxiety and from everything going on around us, right? And what's actually causing then, if you really think about it, it's a lot, a lot of guilt. So besides the fact that it's not healthy and all of that, it's not a good way to process our emotions, which is a totally, uh, which is another topic that I'm probably going to going to record another episode on. Um, the problem with emotional eating, binge eating, um, the problem with overeating and all of that is that it causes a lot of guilt. And this deep sense of guilt becomes something that can also be addictive, as addictive as the junk food and the comfort food that you ate. And so this is one of the ways that you might experience guilt on a very subconscious level. Um, because the more you do this, so you have to understand also according to neuroscience, um, what happens is that the more you feel something, the more you experience a certain emotion or feeling, the more your body and mind get used to that emotion and that feeling because it's in the form of hormones and chemicals in the body. And so the more you experience, the more you overeat or the more you eat emotionally, the more guilt you're going to feel, the more your body is getting used to the guilt and the more it's going to want to feel guilty. And I know it's a complete paradox. It's, it sounds pretty crazy, but it's, it's exactly what's happening. Another example is with money. And oh, this this could be like, uh, 
tons and tons of different episodes because money is an area where I think we all have experienced some type of guilt because we feel guilt around receiving money and we feel we feel like we owe other people when we receive um when we are gifted something or offered lunch or <laughs> dinner or things like that like we feel there is a lot of guilt around receiving money around having money holding money um all of that so guilt again the more you feel guilt the more your body and mind are going to get used to those chemicals and hormones of guilt and the more it's going to actually look for them because it's it works similar in a similar way to an addiction and the next example I wanted to share with you is about productivity and how much we do in our day-to-day -day life. And this is so common. I can't even tell you the amount of conversations that I've had about this topic. And I can't even tell you the amount of times that I myself felt this and still on some level feel this because, hello, I'm human. <laughs> so even, even if I do this work around flow and the feminine, I still... I'm human, you know? So um, with around productivity and what we do, what happens is that, let me uh, let me know, by the way, send me a message if this resonates after you finish listening to this podcast, but I have, like, I know that we, exp we all experience some level of guilt when we do less than other people, when we do less than what we thought we wanted to do or we were going to do on a given day. Um, we feel guilty because we haven't worked hard enough or enough time, enough hours in a day because we have an idea of how much is enough and how many tasks are good enough. Um, so we have all those expectations from ourselves or of how much we should work, how many hours, how hard that work needs to be and how busy a day needs to be to be a good day, a productive day, right? And so we feel that guilt around, um, oh, I haven't done enough today. I haven't worked hard enough. I didn't check off enough tasks or, oh, I um, I have, I feel guilty because I haven't worked. It, seem, it looks like Tom, the neighbor, uh, worked harder than me today and so oh I should feel guilty I should have worked harder today I should have worked m longer hours more hours right I should have I should have, I shouldn't have taken that long break for um around lunchtime right I feel guilty feeling guilty for breaks feeling guilty for um for taking time off oh like this is a huge conversation there right so how many times do we experience guilt around doing or not doing things around what we do or we we don't do and again the problem with this is that the more guilt we experience the more guilt we feel the more we flush our bodies with the guilt chemicals and hormones the more our body is going to get used to that and want more of those chemicals and hormones around guilt and so it's basically a vicious cycle it's basically it's it becomes at some point it becomes so subconscious so rooted in your subconscious and just so easy for your body to run on those guilt chemicals that you don't even realize it anymore and it, it becomes like everything is on autopilot 
By the way, guys, I have just realized that the neighbor's dog has been barking in the background for the whole length of this episode. So I apologize. I don't know. I really don't know what to do. I guess we will just have to include him in this episode. Maybe he's also really resonating with this, with what I'm saying about guilt. I don't know. But anyway, so back on track about talking about guilt. I have also realized something around what I teach about flow and, you know, having things be more flowy, more having working with more ease, working with more joy and bringing more fun and bringing up that feminine, giving nurture to ourselves and really doing things that are nurturing to our to ourselves and taking care of ourselves. All of that, there is a lot of guilt that is attached to all of this when it comes to all of this about flow. And I asked myself the question last night, <laughs> I was journaling about this and I've asked myself the question, am I ready for things to be in flow? Am I really ready? For, am I really, do I really want flow and do I really want my my job and my day-to-day life and the way that I work and the way that I go about my life, do I really want to experience more flow? And do I really want for things to be easy and feel easy, right? Because we feel so guilty when things are easy because we are like, oh, but other people, I should feel guilty because for it's not as easy for other people, right? It's not as easy for them. So why should it be for me? Like, who am I, right? And we feel like imposters. But the thing is, if we really, if we really want, if the answer is yes, like I really do want more flow and for things to be easy in my life and my career and just for me to have to feel good to feel good and for for my work and my life not to be such a struggle and such a hustle um well if that is if your if your answer is yes I do want this I'm ready for this yes please universe give me the flow then well you've got the answer it's about eliminating the guilt it's about taking that guilt away. And something that might come up for you, as it did for me last night, um, as I was reflecting a lot of this, because of course I want flow, of course I am already experiencing more flow, but I also, I really believe that there's no end to how good things can feel and how good things can be. And I was thinking, I was reflecting on the fact that I think some of that guilt, we want to keep it there just subconsciously because we are afraid that nothing like that that guilt is going to feel is going is going to leave emptiness so nothing else is going is going to take the place of guilt when we don't have guilt anymore so what is what do we do so I think subconsciously this is what's going on for many of us it's like we think okay what do I do now now that things are so flowy and it feels so good, it's too good to be true. How is that possible? How what is there instead of guilt? If guilt, if if I feel so good, how how is it possible, right? And we almost we're looking for something to take the place of that guilt. And we are, I think some of us actually subconsciously are even afraid that we're going to be it's going to be boring. Because 
as women, we are used to when we are in the hyper feminine and we we are afraid if we go. So let's say you've been in your masculine, you are in your masculine for most of the time. So when you go more to the feminine and more you experience more flow and more ease and more joy and nourishment for yourself, the fear that comes up is one, I'm going to become lazy, but two, also the drama, the drama is going away right? And all the negative things that I can complain about, all the things that I can blame on other people or external situations, I can't do that anymore, right? And so what do I do if I don't do that? Like what's going to be there instead of drama? What's going to be there in the place of um, drama, in the place of um, complaining? What's going to be there? And so we all have to kind of find our own answers. But the way that I recommend going about this, about this reflection, is to simply make a list of things that would, that you would have, like, and how your life, how would your life look like if there was no guilt? How would your life look like if you, if there was more flow and more ease and more nourishment and no guilt and no no drama. Because I can tell you, I would have a lot of fun, <laughs> even more than I already am. I can I would have so much fun and ev- things would just feel easy. And this doesn't mean that we are never n- nothing um nothing bad is ever gonna happen. And this doesn't mean that we're not going to, for example, lose people or um things are never going to change or we're never going to experience pain and suffering again. What it simply means is that you actively choose to make the pain, to make the suffering, to make the bad um, circumstances and uh, the unlucky event. You are simply choosing to see it as an event and you're not making it about guilt and you're not taking it personal. You're not making it about yourself and ultimately running your whole life based on one negative event that happened. Because this is really the problem. It's not about the fact that everything is just going to be perfect. There is no such thing as perfection ever. But the what happens when you accept for things to be in flow and easy and with for things to, to just bring more joy, to have more joy, experience more joy in your life and more ease and nourishment and feel really good. What happens is that that is what you actively intentionally choose every single day. And those negative experiences and those negative events are just that, events. And they're just isolated events that Yes, you're going to learn from. And so they can be they can become opportunities for you to learn and something that I really recommend that you do if you can if you can't quite get your head around how is it possible so much flow and so much ease this is not possible for me. I highly recommend you I I highly recommend that you <laughs> that you see this with through the lens of gratitude for the good and the bad. So when you can be grateful for the good things uh, because how of how good they are and when you can be grateful for the quote-unquote bad things for the lessons that they teach you and the opportunities for growth that they bring to you well when you can be grateful for the positives and the negatives there is no need to sabotage anymore because there is no need to feel guilty. There is no need to create drama around anything because you had that balanced 
perspective, you come from that balanced position of, okay, so there is, there is, I'm grateful for the good and the bad. I intentionally choose more flow, more ease, more joy and to feel good. And one other thing that I wanted to talk about when it comes to guilt is the fact that guilt is so common that it creates what Dr. Joe Dispenza from the book that I mentioned earlier in the podcast uh, calls, he calls it emotional bond. So we, when we all experience a certain emotion, a certain feeling, very common, very often, we, what happens is that we emotionally, we bond with other people, right? So for example, when you had a bad day and then you tell your, you tell a friend, oh, I've had, it was such a bad day today, this and that happened and my boss was um, really like, he was crazy today and I didn't like this, I didn't like that, it was such a terrible day. And the your your friend says, oh, me too, it was such a terrible day and then when I was going to work, the traffic was awful and all of that and you start complaining and everyone is complaining and you bond you, this way we bond because as humans we're made to live in communities and so we're made to find we are actually designed to find um common points common traits with other people so that we can actually bond with those people and the most effective way to bond is through emotions experiences and feelings if you think about it, right? And so what happens, the problem is that we create an an emotional bond, as Dr. Joe Dispenza um, calls it. And it becomes really difficult when you want to release, when you want to stop complaining, or when you want to stop feeling that guilt, or you want to create more flow. It becomes really hard um, to to actually do it in real life. And the reason why it becomes so hard is that you will not you know subconsciously or not that you will not bond in the same way with the same people anymore because unless they're choosing to do the same well those you will have to let go of those emotional bonds and so you will have to let go of some of that a part at least a part of that relationship that you had with those people that you were bonding with because of guilt, because of complaining, um, and all of those things, right? So this is what makes it also like even harder sometimes to overcome things like guilt. It's because we bond over feelings like guilt. And then what happens also is that we tend to feel guilty because we don't feel guilty anymore. (laughs) So the guilt goes on because we we feel guilty for because we chose to let go of the guilt but we see other people our friends and family struggling with guilt still and so maybe we we see that things are we feel like things are good for us finally and everything is clicking and we feel good we're not exhausted anymore we feel in flow and this and that and then but then we feel guilty for those people that we feel like we have let quote-unquote left behind and the thing that I really want you to 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 see and reflect on here is that there's no such thing as leaving behind we all have free will and we all have the same ability to to be intentional about our own growth and evolution and 
about everything that we do or don't do, about the way that we feel, the way that we think, the actions that we take or don't take. And so it's really, you don't have, like you, you need to really stop feeling responsible for other people's emotions and feelings because otherwise you're forever going to be, um, you're forever going to be limited by this sense of guilt. And it's not even yours to carry. Your other people's feelings and emotions, other people's actions, it's their responsibility. As much as we would love for our friends and family, especially those who are closer, um, closest to us, we would love to be the, to do the work for them sometimes because we see exactly where the work is and what they could change and how they could do things better to have a better life and a better career and succeed and be happier and the problem is it's not your responsibility so as much as you yes you can be the example you can you can be the change that you want to see in the world absolutely you can be a role model you can inspire you can motivate you can do a lot of things but ultimately you have to realize that you can't out of self-love and self-respect you cannot possibly feel guilty and keep feeling guilty because other people are are not in a situation that they like because other people have have a harder a quote-unquote harder life if it's hard if things are hard and a struggle and a hassle for other people it's because on some level whether consciously or subconsciously they're actually choosing that and remember if they're not choosing that consciously just the fact that they are accepting it is basically as if they were choosing it because what you accept and tolerate you choose and it's this is true for all of us all right so i'm going to close this episode by giving you leaving you with a few journaling prompts that you can do so that you can make sure that guilt is not running the show behind the scenes and subconsciously you're not even aware of it so the first journal prompt that you can use is where is guilt showing up in my life and then here i recommend that you just think about the different areas of your life so health fitness career business, family, relationships, finances, all of those areas, all the different areas that are really relevant to you. And then you can go each area area by area, so one area after the other, and really reflect where am I experiencing guilt for each of those areas and go really deep. And the second journal prompt you can do after this first one is how would my life be? How would I feel? if guilt wasn't there without guilt so really go again area by area um think about the different areas of your life and really feel try to imagine and feel in your body how it would feel to not feel guilty and i know i said feel um many many times but it's really about the feeling right And the third and last journaling prompt is, in what ways can I take action and live from a place of flow, love and gratitude instead of guilt? 
So I would love to hear your takeaways from this episode, what you thought about this. If anything resonated with you, um, please reach out to me on Instagram at Francesca underscore Feminine Flow or send me an email. You will find all of my, all of the links, all the ways you can reach out to me um, down in the show notes. Please let me know um, your takeaways and what's coming up for you doing these journaling prompts. I'm really, really excited to hear from you. And if you're feeling like guilt or even fear, doubt, imposter syndrome, all of those things are really causing you to stay in the struggle, to stay in the hustle, to be in your masculine, feel exhausted, and are a huge limit, are creating a huge limitation for you. Like a, it's basically this ceiling that you can't go past in the way that you. In, the, in your life and also in the goals that you can achieve in your career if this is if this is your case and you would love 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 to embrace more flow and to really feel good about the way that you work about your career achieve your goals at the same time while feeling really good and recharged and energized instead of drained and exhausted and burnt out if this is you, then I invite you to join the Flow Collective. It's my signature program for success-driven women to really help you let go of the burnout, the overwhelm, exhaustion, let go of the beliefs, those beliefs, those things like the guilt that we talked about, as well as fear, imposter syndrome, doubt, and overthinking. It's really about the work that we do inside the Flow Collective is really to let go of all of those things to embrace more feminine, more nourishment, more flow in general. So you can experience a life and a career or a business if you're in business where with more where you feel more at ease and you feel more joy and fulfillment. So I really invite you to join me inside the Flow Collective. I have Open the waitlist for November. So make sure that you reach out to me. You will find my email below. It's hello, hello at francescapasquetta.com. You will you can reach out there and let me know that you're interested and you want to join the waitlist for the Flow Collective. And if you don't know what the Flow Collective is and what's involved exactly, what we do inside the Flow Collective, please also send me an email at the address that you will find in the show notes because I can I'm gonna send you all the information, all the details about it, and you'll be you'll be able to ask me any question that you might have on the subject. So that's it. It's just it just started to rain here. Um just in time for me to finish this episode without also on top of the dog barking <laughs> the noise of the rain um but yeah so as I said really really excited to see you inside the flow collective it's where we take all of this stuff all of the things that I talk about I, I talked about in this episode and in previous episodes it's really where we do the actual work to embrace more flow and to embrace more of your feminine so I'm so excited i cannot wait to see you inside the flow collective for those of you who who are ready ready to embrace this journey all right that's it for today i hope you have a beautiful beautiful rest of your day whenever you're listening to this and i will see you in my next episode thank you for listening to this episode of the empower and flow podcast if you love this episode make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave your rating and review 
This would help us reach more women and change the way we live and work to experience more growth, flow, and fulfillment. See you in the next episode. Big hug, Francesca.